James Young, but it's not him reading them, oh no it's not. He gets a guest speaker every month, and this month it's Jay Courtyard. Yes, I know I'm late. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was caught up with the traffic uh, and uh, the dog uh, ate all my homework. And... Um, but anyway, anyway, um, I'm here now and the party can begin and we can all learn what I did in March, even though it was so long ago. And um, I have Jake Hawkyard here to read it um, and he's done a great job. So I'll pass you straight over and um, I'm sorry again. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll be uh, more punctual next time. Take it away, Jake. The Diaries of James Yore. Um, I'd just like to say I'm terribly sorry how long it's taken me to get these uh, recordings of diary entries to you. Um, I promise it's not a reflection um, on how I feel about the diaries. Um, anyway, I'll just crack on, shall I? The 1st of March. 1920. Oh, hi March. It's me, James Year, who's come to experience you once again. March is actually one of my favourite months, solely because of St Patrick's Day. My father's Irish heritage means that I'm allowed to do absolutely nothing on that day. I'm allowed to do absolutely nothing on that day, apart from drinking lots of Guinness. Just 17 days to wait until I'm allowed to be langorous. Langorous. Just going to have to quickly Google that one. Langorous. Characterised by tiredness or inactivity. Especially the pleasurable kind. Makes perfect sense, James. Good use of the thesaurus. Um. Until then, I'll just have to find other excuses to be lazy, like St. David's Day. Happy St. David's Day. Actually, I was fairly productive today. Recorded some tube for a pop song for someone and drove my mother to the post office so she could post some stuff. I'd just like to point out at this stage that, James, your F's look remarkably like S's. Recorded some tube for a pop song, saw someone, and drove my mother to the post office so she could post some stuffs. He went in my car, Petrov the pen petrol drinking Persia, because he's been having a few battery problems and needs a regular run now. I drove around the seafront too to really charge up the battery. It was nice. I really like driving around the seafront. Anyway, I'm rambling on now. Something I'll probably do a lot of this month. Bring it on. 2nd of March. Some good news today. My parents got vaccinated today. Well, they got their first jab. It is really quite amazing how quickly they've made this vaccine against COVID-19. It's a real achievement for science, I think. Anyway, some even better news. They brought some fish and chips back with them for lunch. 
They were incredibly tasty. Nine and a half out of ten. Incredible. I love the fish and chips around here. Best in the country, if you ask me. And better than vac vaccines, if you ask me as well, James. Third of March. Speaking of people getting the first dose of the vaccine, my granddad got his last month. Speaking of my granddad, it was his birthday today. Happy birthday, James' granddad. Um... I sent him over a selection of Snowdonia cheeses, which I think he's going to enjoy. Um, a vi I video called him, and he seemed like he was having a nice day. He was cooking cock a van for his dinner. Because a major food delivery company was offering me 50% off today, I got an Indian takeaway for the parents and myself. It was very tasty indeed, 9 out of 10. So not quite as good as fish and chips. Two takeaways in two days. Tuk, 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 James. To, 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 indeed. 4th of March. The dog, Toby, bored collie, six years old on the 14th, was a bit upset today. His bed was in the washing machine. This evening the bed was still damp, so the dog couldn't sleep in it yet, unfortunately. He usually sleeps in my room, which has a hard wooden floor, so I felt sorry for him tonight. I felt so sorry for him that I got out a sleeping bag so that he could rest his sleepy head on it if he wanted. You know the saying, let sleeping dogs lie on sleeping bags. The Proverbs of James Fifth of March. I've been watching Four in a Bed over the past week because there's two B&Bs based in the Scarborough area on it. it is, is it bad that I always consider writing Scarbados instead of Scarborough now? I would say no, James. I would say no. But I'm not here to pass judgment. Just here to read. Anyway, one of the hotels round here won the competition, which was quite cool. Looked like a fairly expensive place to stay, though, so you probably won't find me in there, unless I'm booked to play a gig there, I suppose. That would be good, actually. I'll send them a business card. Did you know, as a side note, James Ewer is the only person to have brass business cards. Business cards made of brass. Just a fun fact for you. Only person that I know, anyway. 6th of March. I don't know about other people, but I tend to watch some films during the weekend, and this weekend was no exception. I did watch some of Anton Deck's Saturday Night Takeaway before putting on a film tonight, though. There was a great scene in it where Tom Jones was menacingly walking behind Anton Deck holding a huge net. I really think that it could work as a basis of a horror film. Tom Jones goes rogue and starts catching people in a net. I'd certainly watch it. Anyway, the film tonight was a new one on Amazon Prime. Other streaming platforms are available, and it was called I Care A Lot. Peter Dinklage is in it, and I think he may be the coolest actor alive at the moment. It was a very good film, actually, in my opinion. 8 out of 10. So not as good as The Indian Takeaway, and not as good as Fish and Chips. That's fair enough. 7th of March. Roast beef dinner this evening. I've certainly found my new favourite joint of beef, and it's called the Picana. Very tasty dinner indeed. 9 out of 10. So comparable to the Indian takeaway. Perhaps you're not inherently racist after all. Another film after that. Again, it was another new film on Amazon Prime. Just to reiterate that other streaming platforms are definitely available. And it was called Escape from Pretoria. A South African Daniel Radcliffe trying to escape prison in the 1970s to try and end apartheid. It was a good film based on a true story. 7 out of 10. Only 7 out of 10, James. So it's ending apartheid is, or trying to end apartheid, is not as good as fish and chips. 
whatever you say. Whatever you say. Also, Manchester's Reds, Manchester's Reds tonight. United beat City 2-0 today, which I was very pleased with indeed. Bethany Old, oh sorry, 8th of March. Bethany Old and Harrison Collins sent me their recording of their reading of my diary entries from last month. I uploaded it for that latest podcast episode. That makes it episode 15 now. The news was all about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle today, who did an interview calling out the royal family. It's the latest highly divisive news item where everybody seems to be either hashtag Team Harry and Meghan or hashtag Royal Family. I think I'm more like hashtag interested with all the drama but not interested enough to pick a side. I always create the cast. I always create the catchiest hashtags, I think. Not bad, James. 9th of March. My latest sonnet. Sonnet 77. My aura crashed. I'll just apologise now because I don't actually know how you're meant to read sonnets. But I'll give it a whirl. Someone noticed the anti-macassar I was using instead of a cravat. My aura crashed. Eagle-eyed harasser addressed me, dressed me down, saw that I'd spat. Some toothpaste down myself and lost all hope. A toe plunged out of a hole in my sock, like birthday pennies from an envelope, and I winced. Could I be a laughing stock in this suit, this toothpaste-stained, mouldy suit? I ponder on whether the aroma of it overshadows the intense brute. I covered myself in surely coma, inducing if people linger too near. Austere stares surround, but my life's austere. Very nice, James. 10th of March. I wrote a musical last year called The Pizza Slice That Came to Life, a musical. And today I realised that I never typed up the chord sheets on my laptop. That all changed. I spent today typing them up. I wrote the musical pretty much a year ago as we headed into the first lockdown. While I was writing it, I thought it may work really well in a fringe festival. I wrote a scene in which a one-legged pizza slice tap dances while confronting a ringing phone, so you probably get the vibe of it now. Yeah, I think I do. Amputated pizza slices. Amputated pizzas. Multiple senses, sliced into slices, and then sliced off their limbs. Okay. 11th of March. Every day of writing this diary seems to hand me the dilemma of deciding whether to write about food, what I watched, or poetry. It's become so rare that I have a day more exciting. Today was no exception. At least it's the weekend soon. P.S. Berg for dinner. I watched Taskmaster. And I read some poetry by Rita Dove. 12th of March. My parents can be traditional sometimes. I'm only really saying this because I'm looking for a segue. Oh my word, I've just googled it. Other search engines are available, such as my favourite, DuckDuckGo. And segue, in that context, is spelt S-E-G-U-E. That was James googling, by the way, not me. I always thought it was spelled the same as the two-wheeled transportation vehicle. Does that make me an idiot? Anyway, um, and no, I don't think it does, James. But again, I'm not here to pass judgment. Just here to read. Anyway, I said it as a segue to talk about fish. My parents have fish every Friday for dinner. Sish. I think it's traditionally quite a Catholic thing to eat on Fridays, and they were both brought up as Catholics. 
We had place tonight, and it was very tasty indeed. Seven and a half out of ten. So again, was that better than trying to end up outside, James? Yeah. 13th of March. Prepare yourself. I'm going to talk about food again. What else, what else is there to talk about during this pandemic anyway? We ordered a Domino's today. It was my father's first ever experience of Domino's, I think. I caught him halfway through eating, drinking out of <laughs> drinking out of his tub of garlic and herb dip. I then told him it was a dip, and he said, Oh, I've been drinking it. And then continued drinking it. <laughs> my parents agreed it was a very tasty pizza, though. We have been eating very well, and dare I say unhealthily. Imagine that. A glass of garlic dip. Mr. Year, I'm impressed. 14th of March. The big day is here. It was Toby's, my dog's, sixth birthday. I sang him happy birthday as soon as I woke up, but I don't think he cared. His mind was only thinking about one thing. Walking. I took him out and it was very nice walk indeed. One thing to complain about though, I really struggled to open those dog poo plastic bags. I often stand there for what feels like an hour trying to separate the two sides of the bag at the seal at the top. There was a time when, by the time I opened up the bag and cleaned up the poo, the dog was pooing again because it had taken me such a long time to open a damn bag. Ridiculous. As a side note, James, if you're the sort of person that carries around latex gloves in your pockets, put on your latex gloves and then open up the poo bag because it's remarkably easy. Just a tip. Ridiculous. But anyway... It was a nice walk, and the dog had a good birthday, I think. He even had some fancy duck-flavoured uh, duck wet dog food that was a present from my brother to eat. It actually smelled quite nice. Oh, and yesterday, I remembered it was Mother's Day today, and ordered some chocolates. Mother seemed very pleased with them. What a great son I am. Well, I hope she hasn't listened to this and realised that you only remembered the day before, James. But well done for remembering it. 15th of March, 1920. For the past few weeks, I've been watching Malcolm in the Middle in the morning of weekdays on Channel E4. This morning it wasn't there. It seems like they're not showing it anymore now. Outraged is an understatement. P.S. If you don't think that Malcolm in the Middle is the best comedy to come from America, then you are sadly mistaken. James, you might alienate some of your listeners with statements like that. Just saying. 16th of March. I've been looking into buying a good quality ballpoint pen. I'm fed up with these cheap pens that I'm using that always stop working when I... And the rest, the rest is noise. Very good, James. Some visual comedy there. It's a shame you, shame your readers can't see it. Your readers, your listeners can't see it. His pen ran out. Just in case you wanted to know. Everybody... 17th of March I'm not much of a gambler but Cheltenham started yesterday and there's nothing much to do during this pandemic other than watch TV and gamble all of your money away and there wasn't much on this afternoon other than horse racing so I gambled my father's Irish and the look of the Irish was certainly with me today on St Patrick's Day I won about £25 which isn't a lot I guess but could pay for a few pints if I could go to the pub all I want now is a pint of Guinness. I should have ordered some when I last collect a click. Mm, click and collect. 
Yeah, good. You didn't wish us happy St. Patrick's Day, James. Just saying. I thought you loved that day. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day for back then, James. 18th of March. A couple of years ago, my parents rescued four chickens from a local battery farm. They were quite old and not laying as much, so the farmer was going to euthanise them. But my parents saved their bright red combs. They've been supplying amazing eggs ever since to say thanks, and they've been living good retirement lives, I think. They had these little red hair combs for the hair, you see. Really cared about their appearance, them chickens. His parents didn't actually save the chickens, um, but did keep the hair combs. So. There you go. Unfortunately, today, chicken number three died, and there's only one left. Oh, oh dear. The other two died last year. It's taken a very sad turn. I feel sorry for the last chicken because she's now all on her own and far too old to integrate with the other chickens. They'd bully her too much because of all the important pecking order. My mother googled it. Other platforms are available, including my favourite, DuckDuckGo. And apparently, they don't mind being alone. So hopefully it will all be okay. Oh man. Take a breather. Nineteenth of March. The luck of the Irish was certainly with me again today. It was the last day of Cheltenham, and I put a bit of money on these two horses in one of the last races, and one won, and the other came in fourth. It was an each way bet. I won fifty six pounds twenty pence. Good work. I should put that money towards a well-needed haircut. How expensive are your haircuts, James? Bloody hell. I absolutely love horses. They're amazing animals. One of my mother's friends, when I was a kid, offered me a horse. Bloody hell. That's quite a gift. That was a, that was a sad day I realised I was allergic to horses. I really wanted to be a jockey at that age, but I was allergic and growing too tall. I know they say, don't give up on your dreams, but I think there may be an exception if you're constantly sneezing and can't really see anything. And that's fair enough, James. I'm sorry to hear about that hardship. 20th of March. Time to hear my thoughts on another film. This time it's a film that's been nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars 2021, so it's maybe more exciting. It's the film Mank. Yeah? Say Mank. Um, available on Netflix. Other streaming platforms are available. It was a very stylized film, and it seemed to be authentically of the 1940s cinematic age. But if you haven't seen Citizen Kane, then I wouldn't watch it without watching that film first. I haven't seen Citizen Kane yet, and got confused with the references and storyline behind this film. It was a cool film, though. Overall, and has made me want to watch Citizen Kane all the more. Mank scores 7.5 out of 10. Again, James here thinks that's better than trying to end a battle. Goddamn, James. 21st of March. I bought some Cocoa Pops this weekend. I was never really allowed them as a kid, but always snuck a bowl if I was staying at a friend's house. It's not very often that I go to sleepovers now, especially since the pandemic. Naughty boy, James. So no Cocoa Pops for me. Until this weekend. 
I'm an adult and can buy Cocoa Pops whenever I want and I've only just realised. They aren't as tasty as I remember there. It's because you're allowed them, James. It's because you're allowed them now. That's why they're not as tasty. I think the rebelliousness really added flavour when I was younger. No, sorry. I realise you've already made that comment. I jumped in. I'll try and stop doing that. 22nd of March. I actually decided to order a new fancy pen and it arrived today. It's a black black liquor ballpoint scrivener pen. Bloody hell, that's a mouthful. And I think it writes beautifully. I wonder if the reader for the podcast will be able to tell I'm using a new fancy pen from this point on. I'm guessing they will because I just wrote about it. Duh, James. Maybe my handwriting might be easy to read now, though. Can confirm it's no easy to read. But again, I'm just here to read. Not past judgment. Well, I think I'm allowed to say that, because it's related to the reading of the diaries. Right. 23rd of March. Speaking of people reading my diary for the podcast, I found the next person to read it. It is, drumroll... Jake Hawkyard. That's me. Yes, that's the... Right. The former Barocca Juniors FC star. Barocca Juniors, man. Not a time. Um, the former Barocca Juniors star will be reading my diary. I went to college with Jake, and we became good friends. After college, we went on an epic interrailing trip around Europe with another guy called James too. Shout out to James. That's James Holhouse. If you're listening, how are you doing? Still got a bottle of Borgon de Flanders for, for both of you, actually. Although they did go off about a year ago. Um, where are we? Another guy called James, too. Shout out to James. I was saying, too, because I'm called James, too. <laughs> not that his surname is, too. Okay. James, too. James Hallhouse, not James, too. Um, anyway. It was a fantastic trip, and I miss every second of it, and would do it all again in a heartbeat, even the sleeping rough. Yes, we slept rough sometimes to save money. Ah, James. Very sentimental of you. Speaking of heartbeats, Jake went off to do medicine at uni, and is now a doctor helping kill people up in northern England. James, you didn't have to say that, man. Um, He's written... James, I don't want to read this. Um, he's really a horrible person um, and I'm glad I haven't seen him in a long time I'm also pretty sure he can read too which makes him per- perfect for this podcast he says stuttering over his words as for what I did today I recorded the second bonus episode of the podcast which is all about Clara and Robert Schumann's joint diary mm. I haven't listened to that one yet I'll have to give it a listen 24th of March, Ellie Hawkyard's birthday, my sister. Um, I watched a documentary about the sculptor Barbara Hepworth. I don't know much about sculpting, but I really enjoyed it. I want to have a go at it now, but I don't know where to start. Thinking about it, my parents found hundreds of plain bathroom towels in the attic. Maybe I could use them to sculpt with. Maybe I could sculpt a sculpture of myself with them. I'd have to be doing something bathroom related to make it make more sense, though. Maybe I could sculpt a sculpture of myself sat on a toilet using a plain bathroom tiles. Hmm. Maybe. A lot of sculpting words there. 
25th of March. Jack Westerman's birthday. My housemate. My brother sent me a book to read, which I started reading today. A book about the Soviet composer Sergei Prokofiev. Is that how you pronounce it? By Thomas Shippurges. Shippurges? Not sure. I've only read the first chapter, but it's interesting so far. A fact that I found out from it, which I didn't know, was that Prokofiev died on the exactly the same day as Stalin. Fun fact of the day. 26th of March. It was my parents' 46th wedding anniversary today. Congratulations. Quite an achievement. My father kept saying it would be three life sentences. How do people celebrate occasions like this on a Friday in Scarborough? Fish and chips, of course. Nine and a half out of ten. Better than ending the apartheid. They were very tasty indeed. My parents also celebrated by having a bottle of Prosecco and not sharing any with me. I was so still... I was still in an Irish mood from the 17th, so I had some Guinness instead. Go. Think back to the 3rd of March when I wrote two takeaways in two days. Tut, 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 James. Well, I think I'm going to be writing that again very soon. There's a quaint pub in, in a place called Scullby called the Copper Horse, which has started doing takeaways during the pandemic. Is it in Scullby? I think it's in Seema, James. My sister used to work there. Anyway. Um, my father, as an extra anniversary celebration, ordered from there tonight and included food for me in the order. I had a start of garlic mushrooms, a main of posh chicken parma with sweet potato chips and a dessert of sticky toffee pudding. Whoa. It was all very tasty indeed. I couldn't manage my dessert now, so saving it for tomorrow. But two takeaways in two days twice in a month. Tut, 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 James. What will Dr. Jake say? Dr. Jake will say here, he's not here to pass up judgment, um, he's just here to read. He's certainly not here to give medical advice, so I'll leave that there. 28th of March. Another film review now. Hillbilly Elegy, Elegy? Eulogy? E-L-E-G-Y was the title of the film. Glenn Close has been nominated for Best Supporting Actress for it. It was an interesting story about the lives of an American family over three generations. I thought it was made special by the performances of Amy Adams and Glenn Close. Um, if the film hadn't have had the amazing acting performances from them, then I suspect I would be writing about how un uninteresting and pretty average the film was. But they were in it, and they were great, so I'll score it an 8 out of 10. Still, Daniel Radcliffe still hasn't managed to up the ranks, has he? 29th of March. Quiz Monday today, and it was the final of Only Connect. I'm doing okay if I get two out of three things correct on that show, on a normal episode. That sounds very good, James. With it being the final, I suspected that it would be much more difficult tonight. I suspected correctly. I didn't get any right at all. James, you yeah. 30th of March. As well as a non-fictional book I started the other day about Prokofiev, I've also started reading a fictional book. It's a Russian classic called Oblomov. It's by the writer Ivan Gonkarov, and it was first published in 1859. It's about a man called Oblomov who sits on his bed all day and every day. He never leaves his house and seems to just sit and think all day. Sounds exactly how I've been for the past year. 
Apparently, it's considered as one of the ultimate classics in Russia, and on the blurb it has quotes by both Tolstoy and Chekhov, who praise the book. Chekhov even states Gonkarov is ten heads above me in talent, and by the fact that he has ten more heads than me. It also says, on the blurb, that this book is a monument to human idleness. Sounds perfect for me. I just need to stop being idle to read it. I'm actually enjoying it a lot from what I've read so far. First five chapters, to be fair. Okay, the last day, James. 31st of March. The last day of the month seems like it's always anticlimactic for me. Just like Oblomov. I did absolutely nothing today apart from daydream. Yep, that's pretty much it. A huge thank you to Jake Hawkyard for reading this month for the podcast. Am I going to be reading this, James? Or are you? Uh, anyway, I hope you've enjoyed it, and I'm sorry I've made you read about yourself in third person. Okay, right. Clarify things. Anyway, so long, March. I'll wake up tomorrow in April. I'm going to spend the rest of the night trying to think of a good fool, or soul, as you may well have written here, to do. Wish me luck. Bye. There we have it. Um, just like to say thank you very much for the honour and the privilege of letting me read your innermost personal diaries out to the world, James. Um, I'll see you soon and take care. So there we have it. The mystery of what I got up to in March is no longer a mystery because you've just heard it through the voice of Jake Hawkyard and the writings of myself. Um, yes, um, sorry, I'm awful at these outros and intros. Um, or should I say awful with my Fs that look like Ss? Yeah, I, I really need to change my Fs because they really do look like Ss. Um, anyway, um, was it worth the wait? Um, probably not. I didn't really do anything exciting other than work out how to record on different microphones, and I didn't even write that down in my diaries. But um, if you've made it this far, I, f I thank you sincerely for listening, and I'll see you um, for the next edition. Um... Bye! <laughs>